What's good, people? So today, on today's episode, we're going to be looking at a few things. But before we get into the the topics for today, we've got a revised format. So I say we, because from now on, Dami's going to be joining me on the podcast. Hello and hi. Um, because she always brings a lot of energy and insights into a lot of topics that she usually gives me, like, or seeks that I find answers for. So I was like, you know what, instead of me trying to find trying to write a blog or trying to find time to talk about it why don't we just talk about it together that's yeah okay yeah you raise the questions to me and then or the issues or the concerns and then i'll try and see what i can do in best of terms of giving advice and stuff yeah same topics the topics haven't changed no. personal development leadership um all that good stuff all that good stuff usually especially with dami's involvement with social context as well that are quite current which is going to be i think personally going to make it even better hopefully hopefully and it also will be moving to a fortnightly format yes. as well. So this will come out on Sunday. Okay. And then from then on, every two weeks. Cool. So, so more consistency. Yeah, to basically make it more consistent and then give us the time to make it more consistent. Surely, yeah. So this should be good. This should be good. So today's topics we've decided are going to be the following. Self-care. Mm-hmm. Giving people their flowers whilst they're here. Yep. Not today. No. Which is, I've been reliably informed I have to give is a potential Game of Thrones spoiler. It is. So if you haven't seen Game of Thrones episode three, three. in season eight. I don't watch it, by the way. <laughs> I'm just here by association. I, oh, I don't care. <laughs> but we're not going to be talking about Game of Thrones specifically itself. But We're, we're just going to be using it as a reference. Exactly. We're using it as a reference in terms of how do people overcome adversity. And then lastly, we've got an announcement to make as yes, well indeed. so shall we start dami let's go for it right so the reason i pick self-care yeah is because you've just spent some time listen i'm a big fan of self-care yeah right so you're a big fan of self-care i am yeah. personally still learning to get used to the whole idea okay and so i think for me it'll be very interesting to figure out how you've got to the whole self-care thing and then why you think it's really, really important because hopefully I can take something away from it as well. Okay. When it comes to self-care, what does it mean to you? To me? Yeah. It, it literally, what it says, what it does, what it says on the tin, care of self, doing things that I enjoy. Yeah. That replenish my energy. Yeah. Um, that give me peace of mind, that bring me joy, rest, yeah. anything that it, I deem as good for me mm. and that I take dedicated time to do is self-care that's what it means to me can i say something that you just said that's kind of sparked something Mm -hmm. it's like you've said something you've basically said that it's something that is good for you that i deem is good for me right that you deem is good for you not necessarily something that you are good at no because for me i would have taken like i'm still learning the whole self-care thing okay right because literally i'm somebody who thrives very well under pressure cool i like what cortisol does to my body in it okay do you know what i mean like i'm that level of stress i love the stress that's not good for you but this is the thing it's not good for me but i am good at Dealing does, does that make sense that's not self-care exactly that's a skill exactly so i'm that's learning on you your cv fam <laughs> so i'm i'm learning that i have to basically get better at taking care of myself and doing what's good for me yeah rather than doing what i'm good at because yeah. before i would have i would have said that the two were the same not at all but they're not and i realized that when as soon as the the stress wears off i'm immediately very tired right do you know what i mean i hear you so what are some of the things that you do 
or believe oh. are good for you and even how, how do you find those things okay so first it's about what for me first of all is what brings me enjoyment mm. so self-care can be having a night in with the girls kiki in <laughs> drinks or a good film yeah it could be dinner out somewhere not not it's not expensive because i haven't got bougie taste yeah but you know just <clears> like time away from whatever it is the day-to-day stresses yeah so for me personally i try as much as possible on sundays to i have a self-care day yes where i will do something nice and luxurious to my hair yeah sometimes it's a pain because it's just a wash <laughs> But I will do like a face mask. Yeah. I will sit with my sister, we'll chill. If we have the energy, we'll meal prep. Mm. That's self-care to me. Mm. Self-care is also, you know, I just got back from a cheeky little weekend at the spa. Yeah. That is the epitome of indulgent self-care. Yeah. It's things that, yes, you enjoy, but that also that are good for your body, mm. mind and soul. That's mm. what I feel. So my question to you, yeah, what do you enjoy outside of your day-to-day bustle, outside of yeah. the endorphins that you feel <laughs> when you've achieved, yeah, I met the deadline, yeah. by the skin of my teeth, yeah. but I met it. Outside of that, yeah. what brings you joy? That's a good question. I think, something leading on from that actually, it was, it was the first time I actually thought about that was, I was at an event, I think maybe last year, mm-hmm. I'll give her a quick shout out, her name's Juanita. And she's got this um, company called Half Full Not Empty. Okay. It's all about mental health. And I went to one of her sessions and that was the first time somebody asked me, what do you do to refill your energy? Yeah. And I was like, oh, damn, that's a very good question. Because you can't keep pouring from an empty cup, you know. Ah, this is also one of my favourite things. You can't. And so I think for me, a few of the things... So let's break it down, as you said. So I need to break it down, what, physically, mentally and spiritually? Sure. Okay, so let's do that. So if I was to say spiritually... Um, gospel music is wonderful to listen to. Yeah. Um, and I think reading my Bible as well okay. is really important. Um, going to church is good as and when, not said not say that I can, but as and when I do, I should okay. probably should definitely make more of an effort. So I would say those three things, okay. church, reading my Bible, like proper studying, not just like glancing over it, like proper studying and getting into it. And um, gospel music, so spiritually that helps me. Mentally, meditation. I definitely feel a difference when I do meditate. Uh, Creating something, like writing or some sort of template, principle or tool or doing some research. It's weird. For me, do you know what it is? It's just the creative element that I like. Okay. That's what, yeah, it's weird. Because I'm looking at David with a (laughs) strange... look like all he's a lot of the like don't get me wrong the spiritual thing fine yeah because for me if we're talking spiritual prayer is the key I need oh a hundred percent i need to pray i need to talk to god in whatever way format i feel that day yeah. um but i'm not talking see i feel like you're still talking about things that make you feel like i don't know a sense of accomplishment or a sense of yeah worth you're tying it's like you're talking about things that you tie your worth into a hundred percent I'm not talking about that. Okay. I'm talking about something completely separate from that. Switching off, off. Off, yeah. See, this is the issue. Like, I think maybe it's just the way that I'm wired. I'm not, not to make, not to say that I don't switch off, off. But like, even if I was to play FIFA. That's self-care. Right. See, it would be self-care. But even for me, I'm thinking. You get stressed, don't you? I get stressed, right? Because for me, I'm thinking of it from a tactical element. Exactly, Dami. 
I am absolutely. I'm like you're crap at self care. I am. It's bad. I can't. Play, I literally cannot play FIFA. Even when yeah, who was it? When when I went to see Endgame. Mm-hmm. No spoilers. I'm not, we're not going to talk about it today. Yeah, because I haven't seen it. You yet. haven't seen it, so we're not going to talk about that. But even usually when I go to the cinema, sometimes yeah. I would either I wouldn't take my notepad, but I would take notes on my phone for anything so that inspires me. Okay, okay. Do you know what? I can't fault that. I can't. I shouldn't shade you for it. Yeah. Because sure, there are certain things that I'm when I listen to a podcast. And for me, some of that is self-care because it's a lot of the podcasts, other podcasts I listen to are, yeah. have comedic elements to it. But if I hear something that really strikes a chord with me, yeah. I'm going to write it down. When I read, I like to read. And if something in the book it strikes a chord with me, I'll highlight it, I'll make a note, See? stuff like that. I get it. Right. At the same time, it's like, okay, let's go back to a conversation we had previously real quick. Go on. Where we were, we were um, out looking at some certain things. Yeah. And that sounds really wayward. <laughs> that sounds really wayward. Yeah. I just heard it. Even even I'm now like, what what things were we looking at? Yeah, I can't mention it now because it will spoil the announcement. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. We we're out handling some ES business. Yes, there we go. Perfect. There we go. And I said to you, you don't go out. Yeah, you did. Uh yeah, that triggered me still. Because you don't, <laughs> like you don't and I'm not even just talking about going out to the club. Yeah. Or going to a bar. Yeah. Like you don't do you I take like, your missus on dates? Yeah. That's... Yeah. Do you, and do you enjoy... Are you there with your phone taking notes? No. No, to be fair, I'm not. Do you, actually, do you know what's interesting, actually? I think even when... Because we went to see Endgame with the Mandem. Or even when we went to... I went out the other day to go and see some other friends. And it's like... That probably was, for me, to be fair, that was probably me switching off. Yeah. Like, going to see friends. But even then, the conversation then kind of became very meaningful if that makes sense do you do anything indulgent that you would consider indulgent well just for the sake of doing it because you enjoy it just because it makes you feel good are you football used to make me feel good okay but i'm definitely approaching 30 now so it hurts hurts to tell me even when i play like five seven aside now like i went football yesterday my ankle is killing and what's it called cod liver oil I don't hear as fast as I used to. I realised, you know, it's funny, yeah? I remember when yeah, I was 18, 19. Not the same. No, at all. It's an actual but thing. What I'm saying is, yep. I guess self-care comes in different forms. Yeah. For you, you, I guess for self-care in a weird way, you still have to see something I have to at the end of it. Purpose, it's got to be, for me, it's got to be purposeful. But the purpose of my self-care yeah. is to unwind. Yeah. Is to make myself feel better. Is to bring me joy. Yeah. So if the things I'm doing do those things. Yeah. They've served their purpose. I hear that. That in itself. The, 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 the feeling I feel on my skin after I've taken off the sheet mask. After all the exfoliation and the clay mask. Yeah. And I can just. <sighs> let me not lie to you. Yeah. It serves its purpose. Is that not its purpose? Let me not lie to you in it. Let me, let me give you an exclusive in it. So I've had a pedicure in it. <laughs> Really? I have had a pedicure. How was that? I love the pedicure. Uh, that being said, I don't like randoms touching my feet, but a pedicure. It was it was very interesting. How dry was your football? Not that not that dry because I take care of myself with it. So that's that, self care. Okay, that would be self care. Um, I'm used. To, do you know what it is? I'm used to taking holidays on my own. That's as self-care. well. That was definitely very much self care. Um, Time out by yourself. That was that was a lot of self care. I think maybe then if like mentally definitely meditation 
is a huge, huge one for me. Meeting up with friends is also a huge one. And just having little relaxing breaks, whether they be walks on my own or going to see friends just for a chat. I think those are things that I should probably do more of. Do you know what's okay well. for me? Go on. Cleaning my room. Yeah, that is actually... Because... I would count that as physical. Because... Because mm, of my space, my physical space. Yeah, the state of my room shows the state of my mind. Yeah. A lot of the time. So if my room is in complete and out of chaos, like there's clothes everywhere, vanity's a mess, I know that my I'm not in a good headspace. Yeah. But when, like, I've cleaned things up, I've put things away, I've broken out the hoover more than once a week... Then I know that I'm doing okay. <laughs> I'm mentally doing okay. It's such you. a weird indicator for me. For other people might think like, like uh, but yeah. it's an indicator. Yeah. So uh, my question to you. Go on. I want to give me yep. three things. Yep. That you don't have to do them on a weekly or monthly or on a scheduled basis. Mm. I want three things. Let borderline indulgent, yeah, but I'm not about you know seeing this end tangible goal that you're going to take on the self care things that you enjoy, yeah, so whether it's going on more holidays, things that I so I'm going on a holiday in August, mm-hmm. so that's pretty much booked already, okay. Uh, what else? Indulgent football with the boys, okay, is indulgent, don't hurt yourself. I'll try not to, I think I probably need to spend more time in my Bible as well. Personally. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Oh, do you know what self-care for me? I've Go got on. so many things. But it's only reflectively, like spending time with my family. Yeah, that's a huge one. Like they, 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 everyone knows I don't hide it. My immediates mean so much to me. So my yeah. family and my immediate circle of friends yeah. mean the world to me. And it's because being around them, I feel like it restores me. I don't live at home anymore. Yeah. So when I go to my mum's house. Because you're a bola bola. Behave yourself. We have to have a conversation about that though, because that that was a that that was a it's been a heavy achievement still. Thank you. Appreciate I, me- it. I remember to the point where you were like, I- let's not lose focus. Here. Sorry, sorry. Um, <laughs> I go home, spend some time with my mum. My dad's there. My brother's there. Dorian comes with me. My sister's there, and I I constantly laugh, constantly laughing, catching up. And when I leave there, I feel good. Yeah. My cheeks hurt from smiling so much. <laughs> Like, and I get that not everyone has that, mm. but for me, that's another form of self-care. I didn't realise that yeah. until much later on 100%. when I would realise that, rah, I feel really good after going home. Yeah. And not to say I was feeling bad before, mm. but I feel even better after being in their company. Or like when my mum would just like to turn up sometimes and I'm yeah. like, what are you doing? But when she's gone... I feel better for being in her company. 100%. I think it's like, it's there's, there's two things I've read which really struck me in this past couple of months, which were, the first one was um, Jordan Peterson's 12 Rules for Life. Mm-hmm. And one of the rules is that you have to treat yourself as if you're somebody that you're responsible for taking care of. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, because, right. Go so on. I listened to another podcast. Yes. And they were talking about, you know, like mental health issues and stuff. Yeah. And dealing with anxiety and depression. And one of the podcasters, therapists, has said to her, you know, you have to treat yourself like you're raising a child. Mm. In the, in your deep states of, like, t- 
depression, mm. when you're having a bad day, it's like a six-year-old. So six-year-old doesn't want to get up and have a shower. Yeah. Six-year-old doesn't necessarily want to eat food that's good for it. Yeah. Six-year-old doesn't want to go to school. Yeah. Like, they're very demanding, needy and stuff. <laughs> they are. They can yeah, be very demanding, can be. can be very needy. They're not independent. Yeah. It's a reflection of some people's state. Yeah. So I can understand that having to almost, like, What's the word I'm looking for? It's like child rearing. Yeah, you got. Yeah, you literally have to take care of yourself like you are a child. Yeah, and that that was like okay, that's a really important point, especially because there's been situations where, when I'm leading a team, I can't. I realize I can't do it in my current state. As mm. much as I love the the game and the the chaos of it all, like I can't go past this point unless I take care of myself. Yeah. So that's something I've learned. And then also the second thing is like, and this is why the whole thing about taking care of yourself has become more important is because like you, you don't get taught how to take care of yourself. No. Like in terms of self-care thing. No. You have to kind of learn it for yourself. Yeah. Which was very true. I, I can't remember where I read that and I was like, oh, okay, that's why this is so hard. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So I think self-care is definitely huge. Any tips? Mum, just... Make time. Make time, Find yeah. Find the time. It doesn't have to be like a whole day. It doesn't have to be a whole hour. Just little pockets here and there. Self-care is even like finding time to watch an episode of a show that you really enjoy. Yeah. That makes you laugh. Self-care is finding the time to listen to a new album of an artist that you really enjoy. It's just literally taking time for yourself yeah. to do something that you enjoy. Yeah. So in everyone's busy, busy, busy schedules... Just find little pockets of time. Yeah. Because eventually, if you don't, you run the risk of burning out. A hundred percent. And we are the, apparently the burnout generation. Because we keep going and going and going and going and going. Don't know when to stop. Which is interesting because we also get told that we don't work hard enough. Yeah, of course. It's a bit ironic. Of course, of course. It's a huge paradox. Of course. Yeah, life is... Wh- life what is a paradox. Mean? That's a whole other conversation. Actually, that's exactly. the... Exactly. Com- yeah, sorry. Let's not go there. Let's not go there. But I think, yeah, what you said is important. I think, for me, if you're somebody who has struggled to figure out what self-love is for you. Just think about the things that fill you up. Yeah, the things that bring you joy. Yeah. Things that bring you, like, a sense of, not even complete peace, but make you go, oh. My plant, actually. Really? I have a plant in my room. I'm so bad with plants. I have a plant in my room um, that I've, yeah, I do have, yeah. yeah. That that brings me joy, there filling that up every week. It's little things. Honestly, the tiny things have to be something massive, like you know, going on holiday or yeah. going on a retreat or whatever. Like, just the little, little things do help. Yeah. Right, should we move on? Definitely. Right, so from the small things in life to the small things that people do in life that you should probably give them credit for big things, small things, or big things. So do you want to give should we let's give the backdrop as to why we've brought up give people their flowers whilst they're still alive all right there's a quote that my mum told me we were years ago driving to my cousin's house yeah and the journey on the journey we always pass a cemetery and on this occasion there was a woman loads and loads of flowers mm. going into the cemetery and my mum looked at her and just like tired and was like the human race, you know, we hate the living and love the dead. And like, and that was like at least, mm. how old I'm nearly 30. Yeah. Old. That was at least 20 years ago that she said that. Yeah. And as you grow up, 
you realise it so much. Mm. Like, we don't appreciate people a lot of the time while they're here. Yeah. It's when they're gone and they can't hear it. Yeah. They've got no use for your kind words. Mm. They've got no use for your tears. And this is not to say, you know, don't grieve. Yeah. Don't raise people up. But at the same time, why can't you give those emotions and show that you care Mm. while they're here? While they can appreciate it, while they can reciprocate it. Mm. A lot of the time we don't do that. I noticed it with, and in all fairness, maybe it's my own echo chamber. Yeah. But I noticed it with Nipsey Hussle. Yeah. I noticed it with a lot of other people. Mm. I love to say, and I I did in a way notice it with Cadet. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. A lot of people, he was in contact with and working with and just loved in general. Mm. I will say from him, they knew it. Yeah, yeah. And I really hope that, and I believe to an, I believe that he knew that those people felt mm. the same way about him. Mm. But at the same time, like, okay, like for Nipsey, for example, mm. I didn't know much about him mm. up until he passed. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, my little echo chamber was flooded yeah. with music, with things that he's done, with things that he's achieved. Like, let's take the problematic sites that are like, or the bl- blogging Instagram sites are like The Shade Room, mm. right? The Shade Room, the only post I'd ever seen before his death of Nipsey Hussle from The Shade Room yeah. was to do with him and Lauren London or when he slapped some guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. After he passed, yeah. and maybe I should have gone and done my own research. Mm. But at the same time, after a lot of people use these sites, and it's problematic in itself, what I'm about to say. Yeah. A lot of people use Instagram as research. Yeah, right? yeah. It's where they get their news from. Yeah. So, only after he passed, did I realise he had a shop. Did I realise he had programmes that he was doing this and, and investments, that. Investments, yeah. Investing in his community, teaching people this, teaching people that. Mm. What his... Um, ethos was mm. but prior to that yeah you weren't posting it yeah you weren't really talking about it do you know what i mean yeah. so for me it's and I, this is not to take away from people's emotions because i've we've all lost someone mm. very near and dear to us mm. and of course you're allowed to have your emotions and express them in whichever way you want I can't tell you how to do it. Mm. But at the same time, I really do feel like let's not have, let's try not to have regret Mm. in that you hoped, you wish that you could have said this one last time or you could have, um, I don't know, seen them, spoken to them, whatever. Give people their flowers while they're here. Yeah. Let them know you care. Yeah. While they can appreciate and reciprocate. Yeah. I think like, it's it's a bit of a paradox that whole thing because like on the one hand and I, I say this in terms of my dad anyway and even with like people I've managed before it's like when the whole thing is said and done at the end of the day what you want is that whatever you've taught that person or shown that person they can continue or carry on for themselves definitely and it's like that doesn't happen unless something comes to an end which mm-hmm. is which is, is the weirdest paradox in itself. I always say that everybody 
wants to become a king or queen until they recognize the price it costs to actually step up to that position. Then you realize all of a sudden that for you to step up to become a king or a queen, the king or the queen has to die first. Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay, are you really that? Now are you, are you so quick to, uh, you know, want to step up? And then when you realize how stressful it is and how hard it is, you're like, oh, this is why it's so hard. But at the same time, you don't really, you can't show that you actually value what that person's taught you until you're left in a position where you have to do it for yourself, which is a paradox in and of itself, right? On the flip side, mm-hmm. though, on the flip side, I know that I wouldn't have got here if I hadn't been given appreciation and thanks for the things that I had done. Because for me, they're like, they're things that I should continue to do. They're things that people tell me have, that have an influence. They do have an impact. And so I do, it's really, really useful in that sense to be told, you know what, David, thank you for that. Thank you for this. Does that, does that make sense? Definitely. I want to ask. Go on. And with your dad. Yep. I'm sure he knew before he passed on. Yeah. How you felt, no? In what sense? So you were, were you ever vocal in that, you know, the lessons that he taught you or just letting him know how you felt about him? Yeah. I mean, that's, like you say, you say I love you and all of these things. Um, but then at the same time, you don't truly, I don't think I truly recognised his wisdom until after he died. Oh. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, even with... Um, like getting into get, becoming a teacher it's like the grades that I have basically didn't even qualify me for my course technically speaking mm. it was only because of his advice that he said to me he's like look David you're the kind of person that needs to be seen I was like you know what that's annoying so I go down to the uni anyway I have a conversation with the lecturer he doesn't know about my grades at this point or whatever um, but he can see that I'm obviously incredibly keen that I'm really passionate about it. It's just that for whatever reason that we can probably go into in another time, I didn't do that well at uni. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I got through it, but I just didn't do that well. I didn't maximise the opportunity. So anyways, it's that advice that in hindsight set me up to be where I am. I can't tell him thank you for that, but by enacting it, that's the only way that he can truly see in some way, shape or form that it was worth it. Does that make, it's weird. I get it. Don't get it twisted. Yeah. I think in that respect, circumstance Mm. had a lot to do with it. Mm -hmm. Because if he was still here... Oh, I would love to tell him. But what I'm saying is if he was still here... Yeah. This doesn't mean that you wouldn't have acted upon the advice... Okay, I'm with you. gave you, you, right? Yeah. Like, I'm very lucky to still have my parents. Yeah. And there are things that my mum has told me years ago, months ago. Yeah. That I'm having the opportunity to see, like, rah, she's right, you know. Yeah. Or I'm able to, in the the gems that she's given me, Mm. I'm able to share with other people. Yeah. And our relationship has, that's another story for another time. Yeah. But it's in a place now where we can have really, like, frank, open, honest conversations. Yeah. And it won't even start like that. She'll call, check up on me. Oh, how you doing? Da, 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 da. Yeah. We're talking, talking. I'm like, oh, do you know what? Do you remember when? Da, 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 da. Yeah. Well, this and this happened. And she's like, oh, really? And I'm like, yeah, you know what? You were completely right. Yeah. Like, thanks for, thanks for you, would, you wouldn't know it back then. Yeah. But thanks for whatever it is. Yeah. And I think, gone. And it's not even just saying thanks, you know. 
it's in the things that you do and your, this is what I mean in your actions so yeah it's not just this is what I'm talking about as well yeah. it's not just so you're talking about you know like the the things that they've given you and legacy mm. I'm talking about tangible things that you do yeah to let people know that you appreciate them and you care yeah simple things like okay so I'm driving now mm. so I help my mum out with pick up and drop off of my sister yeah and she tells me thank you or she, she feels so inclined, she'll chuck me a little ten pound for petrol. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like just simple things like that. Yeah. We take for granted. Yeah. It's true. I do think like so having especially working in public services, mm-hmm. you can feel very quickly like you're not valued. Mm. Very quickly. And I think a lot of Even that does... in the private sector as well, my love. Okay, that's good to know. I think because you can feel a lot like you're not being valued, um, especially because you're working with people. Mm. Like your whole job is about helping people yeah. and you get given a lot of stick at all levels of of your organization very rarely do people say thank you until the end but sometimes you don't even realize that the end could come sooner or later than you think and you're just thinking this thing is going to last forever and it doesn't and i think one of the things that i try to do especially when 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 i manage is i try to look out for the things that people are doing well rather than the things that they're not doing well you know when managers will be like, oh, I saw you did this, da 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 I would usually bring people in for a one-to-one to say, look, I've noticed that you've done this. Thank you. That, Do you know that what I mean? in itself. Right. And I'm not even talking about, you know, like doing things to be appreciated, doing things because you know you're going to get a thank you back. Oh, well, yeah. Or appreciation out of it. Yeah. But doing them for the upliftment and value, um, the English, I mean, yeah. <laughs> to uplift the other person yeah simply because that's the purpose of the action yeah i think especially when you are when you're in that position of like because i think managers do this really badly like really really badly which is just say thank you to their team members before like either the end or before it comes to like a one-to-one um there's a lot of people i hear about that just rarely tell me that their manager says thank you to them yeah, with because, proper meaning does that make sense yeah because once one thing is finished it's always on to the next one right and the next one's starting before that one's actually finished right and it's like you've got to come up with some situations and some small events to let the people know that who are on your team that you value them so like i said in my one-to-ones yeah. i'd not even in the one-to-ones, I'd usually make the one-to-ones as a result of seeing something that they don't know that I've seen because, like you said, it's not about doing it for thanks and stuff. So when they do it without any expectation, that's when I would usually try to go out of my way to say thank you, if that makes sense. Okay. So my question to you is then, Mm. a piece of advice for managers, leaders, in giving their team their flowers while while they're still in employment with them mm. and that for employees or team members yeah in giving their leaders or parents Ooh. whatever it is flowers good one yep let's do with that first. right let's do with that so first we've got managers giving flowers to their team flowers. um look for the things that are going well a lot of managers find it so easy to f- pick out the bad things. Mm. Not just managers, to be teachers as well, mm. right? Um, every, people in general. People in general, right? They 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 always use this thing um, when they do teacher training, which is like this big white box, mm-hmm. right? Which has got a black edge and it's got one black dot in the middle. Mm-hmm. And they said that regard. And if the white space was all the good stuff, if the white space was all the good stuff, people would only focus on the black dot. Mm. 
Yeah. Right? And Definitely. Right? So for me, it's about making sure that first and foremost, you're going out of your way to look for the good things that are often unexpected. Mm. Do it ASAP. So if you see someone's done something good on that particular day, let them know about it at the end of the day. It'll be so... Like, that person will feel so good. Right. So appreciate it. Exactly. Um, Thirdly, say thank you at the end of the day. I am of the very firm belief, especially having managed volunteers, that nobody has to be anywhere they don't want to be. If this person has turned up to work, they've done their job, the least that you can say at the end of the day is thank you. Simple as. Um, And then also, lastly, I'd say figure out your team members' love languages. I always do that with my team members, which which basically helps me to figure out how do they appreciate, how do they um, best, how do they best feel? What is the word I'm looking for? What is the best method? What is the best method for making them feel valued? If it's quality time, I go out of my way to sometimes we we go for a meal, maybe lunch. Well, organize. Oh, let's go for a, a. like dinner mm-hmm. together. Um, if it's words of affirmation, I might write them an email or text, or if they're that way inclined, maybe say something to higher ups in a public okay. setting. Mm-hmm. It depends on them. I've had some people who prefer an email. I've had some people who prefer the public speech, mm-hmm. whatever it is, let's do it. To be fair, words of affirmation is the worst one for me. Um, but I do it anyway. Okay. Um, last, so, what's the other three gifts? Yeah. Well, that's obvious. Okay. doesn't have to be that big of a deal. Something small. Physical something. touch you can't do. Physical touch you can do. What, a handshake? Very important. Handshake, fist bumps, arms over the shoulders because HR will get onto you and you have to make sure that As person is okay. Should. Right, exactly. And you have to make sure that person is okay with it. That's, okay, that's maybe what I should have said. There we go. Not all of us are touchy-feely. That's true. There is, however, the statistic that teams that spend more time within physical contact of each other perform better. You just have to find a way to navigate the physical contact to make sure that nobody's going to be offended as a result. Or made to feel uncomfortable. Or made to feel uncomfortable. So, um, yeah. And then I think that's all of them, isn't it? Acts of service. Acts of service. Ask somebody, what can I do to give you a hand? Simple as. I always, even though I'm usually somebody's manager, I ask them, what can I do to give you some support in your task? Okay, then. And then on the flip side, if a team member wants to show appreciation to their lead i guess it's exactly the same thing really to a degree but it can feel a bit weird well i don't feel weird it can it can be a bit weird go on example so go on my manager yep um with all her great attributes she has flaws also one of her great attributes is that she's supportive in our development yes in the role and to be honest with you outside the role mm. so she's just helped me and pushed me mm. to apply for another role at our company yeah and i wasn't going to do it yeah until she pushed me to do it and my simple words of appreciation and i and i tell her yeah to her face that i really appreciate you doing that yeah like or the advice that she gives me or when she takes time when she sees that i'm feeling away or that um, I'm struggling mm. and she asks me what's going on yeah do you need my help or she just takes a walk with me and a couple couple kind words a couple yeah. or if I need them stern words yeah and I will say to her well, do you know what? I really appreciate that yeah thank you yeah or like with gifts and stuff <laughs> she's a strange one I know I've just for her her birthday just recently passed so we bought her a bunch of sweets that she likes the old yeah. lady sweets palmer violets <laughs> 
She's really lax though. Yeah. And she's blown through him. Yeah. But I know that she appreciates. Yeah. That she will enjoy. Yeah. So I don't think it's that weird to say. No, I think. Do, do you the know? Same what... thing with my previous manager. Sorry to interrupt. Go on, go on, go on. When it was her birthday, Christmas, when I left the team. Yeah. As much as they bought me a present, I bought her one as well because yeah. I wanted to show her that I really appreciated all that she'd done for me. Yeah. I think the the reason I say it's weird is because it's kind of like we'll use a kind of parental analogy. It's like it's it's not so much it's weird, but if you were to consciously think of when do you give your parents a present to say thank you, more often than not it would be Mother's Day and Father's Day and their birthdays and Christmas. No. More often than not. Okay, I'm I'm different. I know you're I know you're definitely different, but generally <laughs> I know but generally you think of very yeah, spe- the landmarks. Right, the landmarks. In between it's kind of like parents give. Okay. Does that make sense? But then this is when the the other ways to show your appreciation like words of affirmation. Yes. Acts of service. Yes. Come into play. It's not just about gifts. Right, and it's not just about the landmark occasions as no. well. And I think for, for me, what usually helps me is um, acts of service. Mm-hmm. Going out of your way to say, "Raw, let me do that." Yeah, like if you if you realize that I'm struggling with something, going out of your way to give me a hand is incredibly useful and will give give get you big marks. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what else? Writing me a note that I can keep. I don't like text messages. I have to screenshot them. And it's, I'm somebody who prefers like physical letters and cards because I can keep them in a short, like in a box. Okay. And I have basically I have a box of all the kind letters and cards and That's notes. Cute. That's cute. That's sentimental. Pe- right. Because then if I'm struggling at a certain time, I can always go back to that box. Like that box is like a good way of reminding me who I am. That box. It's full of flowers, David. Basically, yeah. That box literally is full, full of flowers. Of met- metaphorical flowers. Exactly. And people don't give them to me at the end. They usually give them to me like maybe every four or five weeks. This is what we need to encourage. Yeah. Like, so what we would do, so if you're a manager or mm-hmm. even somebody in a team, maybe recommend this idea. I know some companies have this thing called kudos. Okay. Which I think is, is okay, but it's not as ceremonial, which is basically you have, of your team, you maybe have envelopes for each person. Okay. At least at the end of every week, you have to write an appreciation note for at least one person on your team. Okay. You open it up maybe every month or every two months in like a team setting. You don't have to show everyone your messages, but you at least say, look, we're taking them down. You take them home and then you put them back up empty again for the next cycle. That's, that's, that's a good idea. Right? I guess. I think it's a good idea. Mm. I've I've never been one to shy away from vocal expression. Mm. So I don't feel any way if someone's gone out of their way to help me. Yeah. Or even if they haven't gone out of their way, there's just a little thing. I've never felt a way to say thank you. Mm. I really appreciate that. That meant a lot to me. Yeah. Because I know if I've gone out of my way to help someone, not that I expect it, but it's nice to hear it back. Yeah. I think what I would also add to that is when you say thank you, please don't put a request at the end of something. Oh, thank you. Thanks for doing that. Can you, um, yeah, just as a don't, no addendums, don't do that, please. I cannot. I think it's a, it's, I know as a manager, it's a really bad management tool that you, yeah. you prep somebody up so that they can feel more excited to do something on your behalf. Yeah. And it's, I find that it's very manipulative. It is. 
Do you know what I mean? There's a difference. There's a very fine line between manipulation and empowerment. I often say, and mm. so I think you have to be, you have to tread that line very, very carefully. Okay. So I think those are some of the ways in which people can share their flowers a lot better. But yeah. at the same time, and I say this mainly from a management perspective, don't do it with the expectation that you're going to get thanks. That's yeah. just a caveat. Yeah, this is. That's just. That's why I only wanted to add that in there. No, definitely. You know I, I mean? completely agree. That's why it's not about you know getting something back. Yeah. It's about showing appreciation mm. to that person yeah but also as a manager getting those flowers yeah having that little box underneath my bed it means a lot okay it means a lot it's incredibly empowering and when you're going through difficult times whether you're a manager or an employee or a, or, or whoever in life it's always good to be able to go back to the things that people appreciated about you definitely all right so this brings us on to brings us you know brings yes, us indeed onto the final uh, topic which is not today okay. overcoming anxiety now spoilers I you said adversity. adversity sorry not anxiety adversity now spoiler alert if you haven't seen game of thrones episode three i will put this timestamp in which you could go straight to the announcement yeah. season eight episode three i'll put the timestamp when you can go straight to the event announcement and you can hear that section instead not that all of us care about game of thrones this is true but carry on right so the reason I put not today is mm -hmm. because in season eight, episode three, yeah. basically nobody thought that the Starks or Arya would kill the Night King. Yeah. Oh, you really just went for it. I probably just went for it. It you was what it was. You proper just went for it. I probably just went for it. So like, there was absolutely... I hope people have skipped ahead of the head. I'm putting you alert. What more can I do? Listen, this is a, I, even I know this is a shankable offense. <laughs> Carry on. So... Basically, nobody in their right mind would have thought that the Night King was going to win. When you watch the episode, you're just like, how are this lot going gonna, to gonna do this? It ends up the way it ends up, and that's yeah. fine. But the whole thing is about, it's about overcoming adversity, and there was a lot of adversity in Winterfell. Do you know what, yeah? Go on. There was. But some of it, yeah. I gather from watching the reactions of those in my household yeah. hold. yeah who watch it yeah. was due to, um, it was a, a lot of the, I I personally feel mm. a lot of the adversity was self-inflicted. To a degree. Right. Go on. People do that in real life too. Yes. So like, you know, our good friend Tina. Yeah. I'm going to quote her quote. <laughs> yeah. When you are not challenged in the right ways. Yeah. You start to challenge the wrong things or create unnecessary challenges. Yeah for yourself this is so true in the wrong place yes i feel like the little clips that i caught mm. and from hearing my sister and my brother yeah. discussing the episode yeah that what's her name the dragon lady daenerys that one due to her she is what's the word what's the word is it hubris i'm looking for go on i think that's the word i'm looking for i think for. so look at what what she caused to be fair if it wasn't for her there wouldn't be any dragons no fire and no glass to kill the the, I'm not talking the enemy about with... the dragons. I'm okay. talking about what are the people called the first batch of people that she sent off to the wars. Oh, the Dothraki. Yeah, all that slaughter for what? Dwayne, it's Dwayne, a war, Dwayne, dummy. Dwayne, hold on. Go on. Dwayne kept saying she's so arrogant. She's so arrogant. Yeah. She's so arrogant. Yeah. And my brother was like, "What's she doing?" And then Dwayne said something about arrogance and f or fear. Yeah. The, the the actions that it causes you to do. Yeah. Those two things are major driving forces, unfortunately, when it comes to times of adversity. Mm -hmm. People 
shy away when they're scared. I know fear is a thing that affects me a lot. Yeah, likewise. People don't know how to be humbled. Mm. Do you know what? Let's even move away from Game of Thrones. All right, go yeah? on. Let's talk about the... It's not about Game of Thrones anyway, to be yeah, fair. Yeah, okay, but let's... <laughs> talking about adversity, yeah? Yeah. Let's talk about Homecoming, right? Okay. So I finally watched Beyonce it. Homecoming. Beyonce Homecoming. You've watched what, it now. What other Homecoming is there? I just had to... Just, 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 for, the, just for the people. Go ahead. Silly questions, please. <laughs> go on. Anyway, yep. so for those, if you haven't watched it, I'm not giving you a major spoiler, I don't think, but there was a bit where she's getting back to rehearsals after having the baby. After having twins, yeah. Right? We find out that it was a hard pregnancy, mm-hmm. that, you know, the birth wasn't easy either. So it's a couple months now, and she knows she's got to get back to work. Yeah. She's scared. Yeah. And she openly admits that she's very apprehensive. Yeah. But she didn't let, knowing that she had to do a job, mm. knowing that there was a lot on the line, not just, you know, the integrity of her performance. Yeah. And people say, oh, yeah, because she was getting paid. Yeah, of course. Mm. When your money is on the line, your integrity is on the line, your name, your brand, everything is on the line. Yeah. You can't let fear dictate your actions mm. in times of adversity. Mm. People are not going to get it because, oh, yeah, she's Beyonce. Obviously, she's going to do da 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 But the clip that we saw, yeah. it was very um, humanising. Yeah. It's, yes, I would agree. Because even I was quite shocked that Beyonce gets... I was like, Beyonce gets scared. Beyonce, yeah. So, like, Doyen was saying, you know, it's either arrogance or fear mm. that caused Daenerys to do whatever action. Actually, I don't know what she did. But yeah. Yeah. It was quite... just. Quick point, this is probably the funniest tweet I saw, but um, somebody said that Daener- when Daenerys finally got a sword in her hand... Mm-hmm. It she was- did f*** all, you know. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to lie to you. I watched the scene because they were shouting and screaming. And I was like, let me come and sit down. Yeah. And she stood there and there's this man in front of her right. who's bleeding from every orifice of his body. <laughs> he's trying. And he's, he's still trying. fighting. Yeah. Like, and it's like... It's, it's, and she's there just looking. Somebody said. Somebody said that Watching Danny fight was like when you watch your manager come on the shop floor for the first time to serve customers. <laughs> if they if <laughs> watching Danny or Daenerys, you mean? Huh? Whose name did you say? But they they Daenerys's short name is Danny. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I, you have to. Yeah, but that. Yeah. I've never heard such an apt description. That is a perfect description for the clip that I. Made myself watch. I yeah. can't blame anyone for me watching it. I, I watched it. It was it was perfect. But I think what you said about in terms of arrogance and fear lead to people people's adversity is true. I think what I one thing I've learned from this uh, from a philosopher called Epictetus is that there's two ways to approach a problem, mm-hmm. right? There's one called etiology, which is A E T I O L O G Y. When you go to a doctor, it's we'll use the analogy of a doctor, right? Um, you go to a doctor and it's about how do you cure the symptoms, mm-hmm. right? Or the causes. What often might be, people might say, oh, you know, I come from this kind of family or this kind of background. This is why I can't do anything. So it's always looking at the causes as the problem. Mm-hmm. Whereas with the opposite, which is called teleology, mm-hmm. it's about looking at the goals to bring you through a problem. Okay. And so what I often find is, whether I'm consulting or even teaching sometimes, it's like, very often people will use or look at the reasons for where they are mm-hmm. and try to solve those problems rather than look at where they're trying to go and figure out how can they take what they've already got and use it to equip them for where they're trying to go. True. 
because very often and i'm a firm believer of this this biblical verse which is uh i think don't quote me philippians three sixteen. people checking facts i will yeah i will definitely at some point check but basically it's along the lines of you must only live up to what you have attained okay you can't do anything beyond that which you already have i'm a firm believer of that what you've got so far it's good enough to get you to the next point, if not where you're looking to go. Okay, I'm, okay, I'm understanding. Does that make that, sense? Yeah. So for me, I'm especially if like, especially management, right? There's always going to be people who, for one reason or another, get on your nerves. But you've also got to realize that the reason, the the thing, the traits about this person could also be the very same things that make them a great team member, mm. or a great employee, mm. or a great friend, or a great bay, right? These are the things. This is basically who they are and what they have. Don't try to to change them. Help them to grow. And I think when it comes to adversity, I'm a firm believer of, of, of the whole diamond analogy, mm-hmm. which is like they only, they only get formed in heat. Extreme. Extreme heat and extreme pressure, mm. which is why I'm a bit... I'm very... Um, how can I put this? I'm a bit concerned to a point about how sensitive people are to the point where they can't handle life stresses. Because for me, and there's definitely a, a spectrum of how much stress you should be, you should inter- you should, you should have, right? Mm-hmm. But if you're unable to handle certain stresses in life, I'm like, you don't look in one way, shape, or form. You might struggle to grow from them. In no, a, you definitely will. Does that make sense? So I think, like, for me, when it comes to overcoming adversity, I think you have to have two things. You have to have is you have to have a goal, yeah, and you have to have a why. Okay. Right. It's all well and good to have a reason why, but without a particular kind of goal, it's very. It can be vague at best. Mm-hmm. If, however, you have a goal but you don't have a why, it's just basically like it's just a, another title for you. Mm-hmm. It's easy to get beat by somebody who does have a why, if that makes sense, because okay. they have a. For them, there's a deeper meaning to it than just oh, I'm the best. It's like no, there's a reason they have to prove that they are the best. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I think if you're gonna overcome adversity, you have to have those two things. You have to have a purpose, and you have to have um a goal yeah what was you gonna say simple no no i definitely agree with you in having the purpose and the goal Mm. i think it's important not to get wrapped up in your current situation yeah i was yeah gone don't get like for me personally i can get blinded by what's going on right then and there so yeah. like wrapped up in the thick of it yes i forget that there's you know beyond it is it ian james or someone at church i think it was ian james yeah it was like you know you're going through something mm. be grateful you're going through it you ain't stuck in it yeah yes like you're actually you're moving no matter how small the steps are mm. you're actually going forward and i know it sounds easier said oh 100 because we've all been there but it's the truth dammy well it's just the truth it's just the truth and i think like for me when it comes to being in situations of adversity a lot like aria Mm. right um i was still i had an avenger spoiler on my head and i'm so glad i caught it but (laughs) i would have caught you (laughs) right here a lot a lot like aria right or actually this isn't a spoiler because you should have already wait wait wait. you should have seen infinity war right just stick with aria wait you've seen infinity war but it don't matter right so you've seen infinity war dr strange says there's one way to win this battle yeah right 
So for me, it's all about when it comes to adversity, it's about finding the way to get the victory. Okay. Right. Which obviously means you need a goal and you also need a why. Okay. And I think what you said is so important because sometimes you need to be able to remove yourself from the situation mm -hmm. and look at it objectively, which yeah. I think that's where I got it from. Actually, you think like Da Vinci, which is where, which is where he says you need to learn how to take care of yourself mm -hmm. away from your situation. Because okay. very often and very often it's there where you'll find inspiration and the solution to the problem that you were in. Um, I always use the analogy of house. You seen house? Mm -hmm. like, whenever he's got a problem he can't solve because he's so involved okay. it's usually when he has a break in some way shape or form from that, that the solution comes to him all of a sudden and he's inspired and so I think if you have if you're really struggling at the time take a break go find inspirational solutions elsewhere to then get yourself back into the battle because the battle's not going to go anywhere okay what I will say though because um, you know me I'm a fan of like Letting people have their emotions and yeah. their time. <laughs> yes, you no, are. Because it's important. Like, it I don't important. think you should bottle things down. It's true. However, don't get all the way caught up in it. Yeah. Like, it's fine to feel. Yeah. Do that, feel it, and let it move through your system. Mm. Don't stay the same way. And don't stay stuck in it. Mm. Also, okay, I'm about to... I don't know if I'm going to contradict myself. Go on. Don't shy away from the adversity. That's the fear thing I'm going to say. How is that a, how is that a contradiction? Hold, no, not to... No, the point I'm going to make. Okay, after. go on. Don't shy away from it. Mm. If it's happening, you see it happening. If it's not for you, or go through. You've got to go through it. Yeah. Remember, you're going through it. At the same time, don't go looking for it. At the same time... Yeah. Don't make things more difficult than they have to Are be. Are you saying pick your battles? You could say that. Because I think that would be good. Okay, there are people in... Like, okay. We've said it before. Yeah. Yeah. People who don't have a struggle... Yeah. Or who don't, let's say, adversity... Yeah. Tend to go looking for it. I 100% agree. Now, I'm not... And I'm, and I'm one... And another thing I like to say is... Everyone's story, everyone's path is different. Yeah. I don't like... I don't necessarily like the term first world problems. Because... <laughs> hold on. Because yeah, go if this person... Okay, they've lived with a silver spoon and they've got a blessed life. Yeah. But if this thing yeah. is their problem yeah. and that's all the advice, then that's theirs that's to have. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't take away from the gra the gravity of it yeah. or the gravity of it, however you want to say it, yeah. of it for them. Yeah. Just because it's not where someone else who's yeah. in a lower income bracket, yeah. in a harder situation, is going yeah. through. Just, just to affirm you, it's kind of like saying, let's say you had a broken leg and a broken arm. Or, or let's say you had you had a no. Wait, 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 wait. Just let's let's say for example you had a broken arm mm -hmm. and I was in a wheelchair, right? God forbid, mm -hmm. right? And now I'm comparing. Uh, you're maybe you're moaning, and I'm like, how can you be moaning? Da, 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 because no, I, let's make it even wait, more trivial right, though. Go on. You've got a broken. You're in a wheelchair, yeah. And I've got my nail has cracked all the way down into the bed. Yeah. It's still a pain. Right. And so uh, there, there was a spoken word I saw, and it was, one of the points it made was really, really kind of like really hit home it's like looking at your issues and you looking at my issues doesn't make mine or yours heal quicker no so going back to what we were saying yeah. like don't in in that sense where just because things are fine for you mm. let them keep staying fine yeah don't put yourself in and this is where the thing about challenging Looking for challenges in the wrong places yeah. or challenging the wrong things. Yeah. Just because there is no hardship at this moment in time doesn't mean enjoy it, you know? Yeah, because it will come.
This is life. Enjoy it's it. It's actually life. Bask it will come. In it. So enjoy it whilst it's there. And at the same time, should you have your own um, hardships that you're going through, don't shy away from them. Yeah. Go through them, experience them, mm. and you know, with determination. It's gonna sound cheesy. Help of God. <laughs> yeah. You'll make it through to the other side. You yeah. Know what I mean? It's so true. I think just everything you said is so important. It's it's it. But it all goes back to once again. Make sure you have those goals. Mm. Make sure you have the why. Mm. Don't be afraid. Like you said, this comes back to the self-care thing. Like yeah. if you need some time away to There's recollect no your thoughts, it, you know? there's nothing wrong with that. Sometimes retreat is your new way to yeah. make, like retreat is a very good way to make sure that you don't lose the battle because you can't win the battle if you're dead. No. Do you know what I mean? Go and re-strategize. Yeah, retreat, go and re-strategize, go and recollect your energy and then go again. Um, but at the same time, it's like, don't get so caught up in the reasons for why you're there that you forget the reasons for why you might want to get through it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Don't use your history or your experiences as an excuse. They might be a reason, but they can't be the, the, the justification for you not doing the things that you should be doing for yourself. A word. Because I, I can't stress how much that gets to my nerves at all. Alrighty. Uh, I think we have drawn to a natural close. Yes. So our announcement. Please, do you want to do the honours? Okay. Because you've organised it. <laughs> Don't put my name on it just yet. But um, we are really happy. Yes. To announce that we have an event coming your way soon-ish in the summer. Yeah. We can't announce the dates by the time we've done this. Yeah, yeah, yeah we can. Yeah. So it'll be the 20th of July. 2019 yeah we're not announcing the venue yet are we we can we can yeah, yeah. we can we can it will be held at project b mm-hmm. all the way in croydon yeah for those of you that think croydon is far but that's neither <laughs> here nor there it's very easy to get to right which is part of the selection of the it location will be an interactive workshop discussion discussion networking networking a learning experience it's not going to be like a long drawn out thing like a full day of courses it's going to be real not quick but it will be straight to the point yeah it will be precise clear and concise we're hoping to have fun hoping well we will have fun (laughs) we will learn we'll have a good time yeah and build connections yeah so we're gonna tickets are gonna go live oh before we do tickets yeah let me explain a bit more about the Sorry, theme yeah, of the event do that do that that right. would help. So, help so the whole theme is about legacy and we're going to be looking at a few things surrounding it surrounding it in terms of how do you build one uh looking at is it important the different types of legacy that you can build not just the ones that exist after you're born or after you after you've passed mm. but also the ones that you can build whilst you're here yeah so that you can get the flowers whilst you were still alive. Look at that full circle. Right. There we go. We can also, we're also going to be looking at how you can find the best way to build your legacy, sometimes in situations or in industries that you're going to have to persevere a lot through, where you're going to have to use the quote, not today, quite often. You see what I'm doing here? Just yeah. going, right? <laughs> um, and basically, it's going to be looking at all of this good stuff. And it's going to be, most importantly, incredibly practical. There is nothing worse. And we spoke about this on the podcast before. Yeah, where you go to, like, these kind of workshops. and uh, quick, quick asterisk seminars. This isn't a motivational workshop. We're no, not we're doing, not doing that. that. I'm, not, I'm not here to just excite you guys. 
because I'm going to be the one who's going to be doing it. So I'm not going to be here to excite you guys. Oh, yeah. um, I was going to say, you know, you're not here to turn them on and then, you know, you don't get to climax. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, th- we're bringing resources. We'll go- we're making sure that you guys leave with you're something gonna practical. Yours, get yours. Exactly. You're going to leave with something practical that you can take away, that you can use, that you can refer to. Um, in the short term, the long, medium term and the long term, it will all depend on how you like to strategize, which will also be included in, in the it's event. It's going to be a lot packed into a... Two hours? couple hours. Two yeah. hours, yeah. So, I hope... So, tickets will go live. Can I do that now? Yeah, 11th, isn't it? On the 11th of May. There will be, because of the venue space and it's our first event, there will be a limited number of tickets. Yeah. But um, we hope that you will purchase... You will come down. Bring a friend. Bring a friend. Yeah, bring a friend tickets. Ticket offers us early birds. There's special, a couple special deals out there if you want to buy a pair for you and your friend. Um, Yeah, come down, learn, speak, grow, grow, meet people, and yeah, hopefully, no, definitely, it will be something. It'll be one for the books. It'll be something you enjoy. Yes, and something that you can you can take things from learn from and build on yeah so that's going to be the 20th of july 2019 yep for the event legacy tickets go live on the 11th of may we'll do some more instagram promo and stuff like that yeah you'll hear a lot more tickets will be available on eventbrite that's very important oh yeah we should (laughs) say where they should get the tickets they will be available (laughs) on eventbrite and yeah that's it for now. Yes. Yes, it is. Dammit, this has been a great first episode. Or oh, proper, proper, so. first new version of the episode. There yeah, we go. And, and a readjusted format. There we go. Just so you know, like I may not speak as often as I did today. It's just that some topics... <laughs> some, sometimes I'm going to be really vocal. I'll shout at David. Like We have a very special friendship yeah. where we can do that and not necessarily take offence. And then some days I'll just be like, mm-hmm, yeah. Do, do, you, okay. know, do, do you know what I think people will be... Because I can kind of foresee what's going to happen. Like, people, when we do the event, yeah. I think people, having listened to the podcast, like, they're going to... Because you've kind of said to me from quite early, I just want to be the person in the, in the background. Basically. Exactly. I don't need to be on the stage with you holding a mic. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Let me just sit down here. So, um, any advice for people who may see you at the event if they want to give you your flowers whilst you're like... <laughs> I'm, do you know from what? what they've heard from the podcast do you know what, do you know what? without making quick, you feel weird go on quick here yeah. I love giving flowers hey, as much as much as much noise as I just made about it yeah. love giving people their flowers very awkward at receiving them can I just say actually so this, this will be how we end right um, yeah this will be how we end so there's an analogy in the book called The Alchemist yeah. right so no spoilers once again <laughs> um, but basically there is a situation where the alchemist, the shepherd boy he's been taking care of, mm-hmm. and the caravan driver mm-hmm. are now departing ways. Okay. The alchemist, whose gift is that he's able to make gold out of any material, mm-hmm. um, or out of water, I think. Basically, he's able to make gold in it. Mm-hmm. So he makes a pan of gold. Mm-hmm. He splits it into four pieces. Okay. He, gives, he keeps one for himself, because mm-hmm. he's about to go on his journey. He makes a piece for the shepherd boy. Mm-hmm. He gives a piece... For the shepherd boy to the caravan driver, mm-hmm. which I won't disclose why, because that will be a spoiler. Mm-hmm. Then finally, he gives another piece to the caravan driver for his work. Okay. The caravan driver says, look, this is a bit too much. I, I don't deserve all of this. The alchemist simply says, shh, life might hear you. 
and next time it will give you less. Fair enough. Right? So if people are giving you your flowers... No, 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 dummy. Because the alternative is they don't don't say thank you at all. Okay, no, you can say thank you. Sure. Do you know what? I'll work on it, innit? Well, you have to work on it. I'll work on it. Because it's all well and good that you... There's nothing worse than giving somebody flowers and then they reject you. I don't... It's not that harsh. It's not like that. That's it's how really, it will feel. That's just, what it is. Okay. And I get it because... Right. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. So how would you like people to give you your flowers? Just should that, they see you? Should they see me? At that's the if, event. That's if I ever say anything. Oh, that's really bad. It's going to sound really bad to say. If I say anything of, of value... Which you, you do. Just, okay. Cool. You do. Thanks. Cool. Nice one. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Just... Hi. Oh, what you said. Da, 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 da. Like you know, oh, I took that on, yeah, da, 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 whatever. Just you know what? Just like have a conversation with me. Yeah, I'm quite easy. I I, I believe I'm quite easy to talk to. To be fair, you are. And you know, we can we can chit chat. We can chop it up. Okay, so make it specific. Specific. Yeah. So you said something on the podcast. You'd like to know what it was that you said that made an, had an impact, and then yeah, be like, okay, cool, sure. And you know, I probably do. I probably tell you where I got it from. There I'll we go. Sources, you, oh, you know isn't what? it? My mum said that to me, or I heard this from. I'm that girl. To be I'm fair, yeah, you are. To be fair, that you know, a girl tells me if she compliment, a girl compliments what I'm wearing. I'll tell her exactly where I got it, how much I got it for, and how long ago I got it. <laughs> I'm sharing the wealth. What was it? What was it? Uh, it was you. I remember you said you were reading a book, and you told me, you told me that from this book we were having a conversation. I can't remember what it was about, and you were like, from this book you had read that people don't grow up they grow old oh no it was Maya Angelou I believe that there we said go. that the book said it but I do believe it was Maya Angelou that said people don't grow up they just grow up primary and secondary sources you know listen yes, I know you've done uni listen right on that note on that note it's once again event, event is on the 20th of July yeah. book or tickets is in Croydon it's very easy to get to I cannot we'll stress put, this enough we'll put like transport links and stuff on the event by page yep like train stations, buses, trams, because we got there. Yes, and it will be during the day as well. Yes, it will be. Around three-ish. Yeah. We'll update the event, right? Anyway, but it's not going to take all of your day. Yeah. You can go and pie it up. Yeah. Live it up in the evening. So it'll be in the afternoon. Yeah. After, yeah, afternoon. Right. Thank you very, guys. Oh, thank you. What is this English? <laughs> what is this English? Thank you very much, guys. Please continue to remember to lead your legacy, and we will see you in the the next next episode. Bye. Bye.